And I want somebody to really, really shout when I mention it for the last time. The title for this morning, hallelujah, is as follow, owning your happiness. Amen. <laughs> hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So that's our title, hallelujah. And um, this is what we are going to do right now is to read from the book of Philippians chapter 1, verse 25, as we lay the foundation. Now, before we read it, I just want to say, some of you, you'll realize that this is our mission statement, the scripture we are about to read. So everything I'm going to preach today is actually what we stand for as a church, it is part of our mission as the church. Hallelujah. So I am reading from the Living Bible. Hallelujah. Shall I repeat that one? The Living Bible. You can write it in brackets there. Hallelujah. Then after that, we'll go back to our ESV. It reads as follow on the Living Bible. I hope we have it on the screen there. It says, yes, I am still needed down here. So I feel certain I will be staying on earth a little longer to help you grow and become happy in your faith. Hallelujah. On the ESV and there are many other translations, it will say experience or rather the joy of faith. Hallelujah. So I just want to say to you first and foremost this morning, I will be using the word happiness and joy interchangeably hallelujah let us leave the semantics alone hallelujah this is not the class for that here we are just here to preach the word of god so we will be using the word joy and happiness interchangeably hallelujah are you with me amen and i am also going to be using the word rejoice together with the two ways i have said but guess what I will be also using the word glad together with those words. All of them really, they are similar. They mean the same thing. Hallelujah. Like you will find in the book of Psalms, when you see the word of joy or rejoice, it will come together with glad. They tend to use in the Hebrew language uh, parallel words that will mean the same thing, just for emphasis, for a bit of oomph. Hallelujah. But really... These words are exactly the same thing. Hallelujah. Now, the other thing that I'm just attend to before we really dive deep into the message, I'm one of those who also believe that really you can't use the word happiness in the church setting. But you start to realize it's not really biblical to have that kind of view, but it's tradition that has been passed to us from a generation to the next. But Truth be told, happiness is exactly the same thing as joy. Hallelujah. Yes, we can go technical and say they are not the same, and then I can do a good job on that. But when we want to be fair, if somebody is not within the church walls, sometimes it's best to use the word happiness. And therefore, allow me to run with that one today and don't say I, ha I am backslidden. No, we are still saved. And then you hear where we are going with the word. So you can be happy. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Amen. So the apostle says here, he says, it is beneficial for me to remain so that you can grow, so that you can make progress. 
so that you can experience the joy of faith, so that you can be happy in your faith. So already you can see the Apostle Paul says, I could die actually, but for me to live is Christ. So for me living, it benefits you. One of the benefits is that you are going to make progress. One of the benefits is that you are going to grow. One of the benefits is that you are going to be matured. And in lieu of your maturity or your growth, right, or the progress you are making, you are going to experience joy in your faith. Because you are growing, you are going to be happy. In other words, Christians who are growing, people who are maturing, people who are progressing in their faith, happiness becomes a byproduct. Hallelujah and glory to Jesus. Now, I want you to understand the following this morning, uh, is that um, we live in times whereby there are many, many triggers of sadness around us. And the message that I'm preaching today is to show you that despite the triggers of sadness and unhappiness around you, you can continue to be happy regardless of your circumstance, regardless of what people might try to do, you can be happy. You can experience joy no matter what. Hallelujah. If you want to, since some of you, you are really, really born again, you can write joy no matter what. That's your other subject. Hallelujah. My one key, owning your happiness. Joy, no matter what. That's what I want to drive home this morning. Hallelujah. So the question is, how to become happy in your faith, no matter what? I am going to show you that. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Can I hear somebody give Jesus a hand and praise? Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah. Can you just praise him for a minute here? Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. All right, all right. So now God wants you to make progress and become happy. And this is a message I planned and prepared four weeks ago, believe it or not. And uh, somehow I've been struggling even up to yesterday and it came with its own challenges, but this morning I can actually preach it because that's what God wants you to hear. He wants you to make progress and be happy. Mudimu ki mudimu wa progress. Mudimu ki mudimu wa happiness. We serve a happiness God. Hallelujah. Give Jesus a hand and praise. A happiness God. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Amen. We don't serve a God that wants us to be sorrowful and sad. No, he wants us to have joy. Joy unspeakable. Joy in Christ Jesus. But there will be circumstances that want to steal this joy. And my job is to teach you how to overcome things like that as they come your way. Hallelujah. Amen. So happiness is the will of God for your life. Some of you say, what is the will of God for my life? I told you last week, what is the will of God? I'm adding another one today. It is the will of God for you to be happy. Never listen to anyone on this planet who says God wants you sad. 
God wants you to be depressed and thought of God that it might be God waking. God does not make people depressed. God does not make people sad. Hallelujah. The will of God is that every single person alive, every single born again person must be happy. That is the will of God. I can tell you now. Hallelujah. So amongst the many other things you want to know if it is the will of God, I can tell you without a shadow of doubt, it is the will of God for you to be happy every day of your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. It is. Amen. And some of us who are coming from back then as Christians, it is a very difficult thing to accept sometimes. Because we thought it's you lose your smile, you lose your happiness, you, you, you become this spooky guy uh, who, who doesn't laugh, who's too serious, uh, and, and stuff like that, who's not meant to enjoy life to the fullest. But the truth is, that is far from the truth or said. The truth is that it is the will of God that you must be happy. Amen. So faith in Christ, it's not about sorrow and it's not about sadness. I'm about to show it to you. It is all about happiness. Now the question is, of which I only have two, in other words, I have two points, all right? Is where can you find joy? Right? I'm going to show you how to have joy, no matter what, right? But before we get there, can I point you to the source of joy first? Amen. And then we can show you how to remain joyful, no matter what, right? So the source of joy, turn with me to Psalms 118, verse 24. I want to believe I am on the ESV, hallelujah. Forgive me if it's not the ESV, hallelujah. It reads as follow: This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I, I just want to repeat this, this year. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Now, I want you to first and foremost to realize one thing this morning that it is God who makes the day. Ah, no, miss call, miss call, miss call. I am saying the author, the creator, the maker of any day, it is God. It is God that has created today. It is not the devil. It is not your enemies. It is not your situation. It is not your circumstances. The person that made this day, it is God. Now, if it is God, God is almighty, he is all-powerful. He made this day so that you can rejoice and be glad in it. And the psalmist says, come on, guys, let us be uh, uh, joyful. Come on, guys, let us be glad in this day because the one who made it is a faithful God. That's what he's trying to say, that the maker of the day is not us, it's not anyone. Because if it was anyone, you can't say, I will be glad in it. You can't say, I can be happy in this day. But when it is God, the maker of the day, you have the responsibility 
as an individual to recognize that God is the creator, the maker of the day. And if he is the maker of the day, when your responsibility is to own your happiness, is to own your joy. Hallelujah. Satan never created a single day. Therefore, any bad thing that happens in a day, it was not made by God but the devil and therefore God allows certain things to happen but in the midst of those things happening he expects you to be joyful you know why because he is still the maker of the day I don't know if I'm in the right church so he made it so it is God who made this day but now it is up to you how you spend the day it is up to you how you go about the day. You can choose maybe to go about the day complaining. You can choose to go about the day being sad. You can choose to go about the day sitting under the tree in chance. You can choose to go about the day working hard. The choice is yours. God does not tell you how to spend the day. I'm going to repeat. He makes the day gives all of us, not some of us, all of us, the same amount of time. And then it's up to you what you do with with the day. And God says, since I am the creator, I expect you to rejoice. I expect you to be glad in this day that I've made. In other words, when you don't become glad or you don't uh, rejoice or you are not happy in the day that has made God, uh, made by God, you are basically saying, I don't trust God that he has everything under control. Amen. 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 So sadness or being unhappy is also a sign of not having faith in God. Because if the day has been made by God, if this day has been made by the Lord, you should be happy. No matter what, because you know the one who made it, he knows what he is doing. He knows why he's allowing certain things to happen in your life. You know that he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. You know, you know that he says, I will be with you always. He says, I'll give you another comforter to be with you all the time. Now, what I'm trying to say, as long as you know that it is the Lord that has made the day, you must rejoice and be glad in this very day that the Lord has made. Amen. Are you still with me? So the day or rather the source of joy is God. Hallelujah. The only sustainable source of joy is Christ. The only sustainable joy, rather the sustainable source of joy is Jesus Christ. He is God himself. Some of you, you might be saying, but that's not true. A car makes me happy. A good career makes me happy. I get it. Some of you might be saying, whatever you like, traveling makes me happy. I get it. Amen. We can make a list, isn't it, of the things that make you happy. But what if I say they don't make you happy, they gratify you. They gratify the flesh, rather. They don't make you happy. Some of you actually find happiness out of sleeping around. Hallelujah. And I'm here to say, it's just gratifying the needs of the flesh. That is not true happiness. That is not joy. And then I think that's where the old Christians are coming from, that joy is something beyond the gratification of the flesh. But actually, happiness is 
exactly that. It's not gratification. Amen. Amen. But it's to find joy and pleasure in what God has made. So you must find joy and pleasure in the day that God has made. Hallelujah. You must find joy and pleasure solving problems. You must find joy and pleasure overcoming obstacles, overcoming difficulties, overcoming anything that people might throw you away. You must find joy in doing that. Just watch this. My God is going to come through for me. That's how you should go through the day. Hallelujah. Imagine at 12 o'clock or one minute past 12 every morning if you're to just say this. That this is the day that the Lord has made. I will be glad. I will rejoice in this very day. And you say that every day of your life. Anything that comes your way will be under the subjections of these words. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the only sustainable source of joy is Christ. Because our uh, satisfaction comes from Christ. Salvation is all about finding contentment, and pleasure in Jesus Christ. I'm going to repeat. You must find pleasure in Jesus Christ. You don't find pleasure in a man. You don't find pleasure in a woman. You find pleasure in Christ Jesus. But the enemy has perverted this, that now it has become a job to have a relationship with Jesus. Pleasure should be found in the prayer room talking to God, but it has become a job because the enemy has perverted these things. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. We are now replace happiness with gratification. That, those are not the two things. Amen. Gratification really pleases what the mind wants. Hmm. Amen. Amen. Our call as human beings is to find pleasure in our Creator. Is to find joy in Him is to find happiness in him. Hence, he's the only sustainable source of happiness. Everything else doesn't last. The gratification you will find sleeping around or sleeping with anybody you love, whether you are married or not married, I can tell you, doesn't last. It's for that moment it goes away. Hallelujah. Any stuff you might want to eat, whether it's a chocolate, it's nice. It gratifies the flesh. But it's for that moment. As soon as the taste is gone, that's it. It's gone. But the pleasure that you find in Christ is sustainable. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so that is where happiness comes in. These other things, they, 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 are, they have a limited lifespan. Hallelujah. Going out on a drive on a Sunday morning will definitely bring you that gratification. Allow me to use the word uh, pleasure. Hallelujah. And then you'll find that pleasure for a few moments. Hallelujah and glory to Jesus. Sorry, guys. Can you just move this a little bit? Amen. It's getting into the mic. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Right. So you, you can do whatever you want to do in life. It will give you what we'll call temporary pleasure because I don't have better words to use. But the joy we found in Christ it is not temporary pleasure. Hallelujah. It's sustainable. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you get the difference? Amen. And that is why people end up being addicted to things. Whether it is coffee or drugs or coke or whatever. Because you now want to have a consistent, sustainable 
gratification of this thing. And the only way you can do this, you must just remain addicted. You must just remain addicted. Hallelujah. Some of you are addicted to sex. You just have to remain addicted. Because when you're not, suddenly you realize that this thing is short-lived. And that is why addiction is not healthy. And that is why anything that gets you addicted is not godly. Amen. Amen. Glory to Jesus. So anything you do in your life and it's out of control, you are not controlling yourself. Just know already that it is a sign that you need Jesus in your life. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm in a wrong house here. I just said it is a sign that you need Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus must be the one who gives you the sustainable pleasure in your life and nothing else. Hallelujah. That said, enjoy the drive. Hallelujah. Enjoy your coffee. Hallelujah. Understand, Gary. Amen. And if you are married, enjoy one another, Gary. It's allowed. Hallelujah. Amen, my wonderful couple. Hallelujah. Give Jesus a hand and praise. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm saying this so that you know that we are not bashing or being against anything. We are just trying to show you that these things, they might be okay, but they are not a substitute for the happiness that is found in Christ. Hallelujah. In other words, no relationship will give you happiness. In fact, no pastor will give you happiness. No church will give you happiness. Nothing in this life will give you happiness. Happiness is found in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. You can work 24 hours a day if you want to, or 150 hours a week. It's up to you how you want to do your life and immerse yourself in career. I can tell you, you'll never be happy. Because some people, you think you derive happiness by being addicted to your job. There's no happiness there. Whatever. Some of you get a game, you are in the games nonstop. I can tell you there's no happiness there. That said, go to work. That said, go play your games. That said, go buy your fashion. Some of you are addicted to fashion. And I said, fashion will never bring you happiness. And I, I hope you, you get I'm, I'm just trying to cover as many things as I can. There are people all they live for give fashion. And they think they are getting happiness, hence they are addicted to the point that when they don't have the money, they will even go to the extent of stealing to go and buy the latest fashion item. And it's just an indicative that you are looking for something that can only be found in Jesus and not in things. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So... All I was trying to say that there is a kind of happiness that is found only in Christ Jesus. He's the only sustainable source of happiness. So I want you today, as I'm about to give you the keys, right, that you must exercise the habit of being happy all the time, no matter what. And the starting point is adopting Psalms 118 verse 24. And this is a scripture you must quote. Some of you know before we start meetings, in this church, that's my starting line. I'll always pray that line because if we are going to serve, we must realize that people are going to offend us. People are going to rub us in a way that is not good to the extent that we might lose our joy if we are not careful. So confessing that helps you where in the event that somebody is saying something that's not good or doing something that you don't agree with as you are serving together, you quickly remember, though, that 
this is the day that the Lord has made. It does not matter how they talk to me. It does not matter how they treat me. I am not going to lose my joy over their speech, over their actions, because their actions are not part of my day. Hallelujah. I will just ignore them and just keep on doing what I'm supposed to be uh, doing. But what I'm giving you, it will help you not to take offense easily. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. And I can tell you, these are things I'm also trying to apply in my life to leave them because you start to realize when you deal with people, you are dealing with people that can send you in a permanent state of sadness, in bracket depression. When you are dealing with people and you start to realize you need to make sure and own up your happiness and make sure that I will be happy. Regardless of who I am serving, regardless of how they treat me, regardless of how they talk about me, they are not going to steal my joy. They are not going to steal my gladness. And I'm saying to you today, as a member of this church or you who's listening online, never allow your, jo- your boss to steal your joy. Never allow, never allow your team to steal your joy. Never allow your subordinates to steal the joy. Now, some of you, maybe you might be senior who are listening online or here. Never allow any investor to steal your joy. Hallelujah. Never allow any bunch of analysts analyzing your business to steal your joy. Never allow that. Never allow a journalist to steal your joy. Never allow anybody. Never allow politicians to steal your joy. Nobody, nobody is qualified to steal your joy. But it is your responsibility to own your joy and say, this one, I am the owner, not you. I can see what you are trying to do, but joy is mine. Happiness is mine. You are not going to steal it from me. You are not going to take it away from me. I'm the owner. Hallelujah. You are a thief. What God has given me, I am not going to allow you. Because this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it because happiness it is the will of God. Happiness is what God wants for me. He does not want me going around sad regardless of what's going around me. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. But you need to own it. You need to own it. Hallelujah. Never own sadness. Yeah, don't own it. Don't. I've already said this. Being happy is indicative of being mature. Only mature people can be happy when things around them don't allow them to be happy. You heard what I just said? What I just said is there will be things around you that dictate that you should be sad. It will take maturity to continue being joyful. Hallelujah. And that is what Christianity is all about. That is why the Apostle Paul says, it is beneficial that I remain. It is beneficial that I don't die as yet so that I can help you to experience joy no matter what. Amen. 
And we as Believers Bible Church, as our mission, that's what we stand for. Hallelujah. It's there. Go, go to the internet. It's there. It's always been there. Hallelujah. Amen. It's our mission. And see how you can do life with Jesus. That's our vision. Doing life with Jesus means you are going to live a life of happiness for the rest of your life. And it's my job to make sure every member of this church lives a life of happiness. Hallelujah. In these difficult times, in these challenging times. Hallelujah. So we are aware of the times we live in. Amen. So how can you become happy? Then we go home. Hallelujah. Three ways to cultivate happiness. I said how many? Three. When I said number three, it means the sermon is over. Hallelujah. Amen. Number one on the list. I won't really get into it. I think I'll give you part two next week of this message, if you don't mind. Hallelujah. So that we save time. Amen. Never, number one, right? Never let outward circumstances dictate your happiness. It is your responsibility. You must work on that. I'm going to repeat that one. God makes the day when you must work on making sure that there is no outward circumstance that is going to dictate your happiness. Because already if there's anything that is dictating your happiness outside Christ, it's idolatry, by the way. Because you are making this thing bigger than Christ. You are making this thing bigger than God. Amen. All right, all right, all right, all right. Come back with me here. 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Amen. Verse 10. I suspect I'm still on the ESV here. Right? As sorrowful, yet always rejoicing. As poor, yet making many rich. As having nothing, yet possessing everything. Now I'm going to reread what I wanted to read for you only. As sorrowful, yet always rejoicing. So we are not saying there are no things around you that can bring uh, sorrow. So we are aware that there are things that can bring sorrow. But in the midst of the sorrow, you must rejoice. In the midst of situation that dictate that you should be sad, you must rejoice. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. So this time maybe somebody has passed on and this requires you to be sorrowful. This requires you to, to, to be sad. This requires you to, 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 to moan them. Hallelujah. The Bible is not against that, but you are going to do it in a manner that still shows the joy of the Lord. You are still going to say, yes, my loved one has been taken away, but God is still on the throne. I will rejoice in the Lord. Hallelujah. As opposed to thinking that this is the end of the world. Hallelujah. So there are times whereby a relationship did not go well. Hallelujah. You had to divorce. Hallelujah. And, 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 and this divorce can send you to depression, but it should not. 
even though it's supposed to bring sadness, hallelujah, according to the standards of the world, you must still rejoice and say, yes, my relationship didn't go well, but I will rejoice in the Lord because God knows what he is doing. If he allowed it, it means there is a better plan for me. He has something better in store for me. When they have taken away your job, you, you should naturally feel sad, but you should go like, I know that my God has the plan. He's up to something. Yes, I'm feeling sad, but in the midst of this sadness, I will hope in the Lord. I will rejoice in the Lord. I believe that God has an ace up his sleeves. He's about to do something. He's up to something. And that is why you need to be happy and own your happiness. Hallelujah. But you can only find this kind of happiness in Christ Jesus. Amen. It means even when you're going out for the drive and you get that puncher, you go like, I don't care about the puncher because my source of happiness was not the drive. It was Jesus. Hallelujah. Puncher or no puncher, I will praise the Lord. I will rejoice in the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Every time I made a small scratch in my car, I will be sad. But not anymore. I don't care. Because my joy is in the Lord. Amen. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you like Tolan Tegisho. Hallelujah. Still your joy, love, you can't chica ba to go morning and then the market, what's wrong with Pastor Antia? Baba, I know Hembe hands. Guess what? Asnanda, but man. Whether it's ironed well or not, Are we going to fire anyone? No. You're not going to steal my joy because you don't iron well. Hallelujah. And you're not going to make me to be irrational here. Hallelujah. Amen. I will remain in the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And the enemy wants to steal our happiness. He wants to steal our gladness. Hallelujah. I can tell you when you come to the church, whether it's me or anyone, they offend you. Don't think it's them. The enemy wants to steal your joy. When I your job is to say, I'm next week. Whether I'm Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Amen. That's the attitude. Hallelujah. Because you'll be offended everywhere you go anyway. Once you find a place you love and you like and stay. So if back offender from time to time, Amen. you are not going to steal my joy. You must make that call. Hallelujah. Because you'll never attend a church if you are going to have that attitude. Whereby you are going to allow whether it's the pastor or the members of the church to steal your joy. You'll hop around and hop around, I can tell you, until we all blacklist you as pastors. We'll phone each other and say, I, just be careful that this, don't allow that person in law. Hallelujah, because I got coolly. That is why I said to you, happiness, amen, joy, gladness is a sign of growth is a sign of maturity. And that is, I, that is why I'm saying it is the will of God that you should be happy. So now, when you find a Christian who's not happy, just know you are dealing with a toddler in the Lord. 
you are dealing with a baby in the things of the Lord. They still need to eat milk. Yeah, there's still a baby in them. Opalo controller or joy high. Opalo owner happiness high. Doesn't matter the gifts and all and so on. The point is the man or the woman still needs to grow. And he needs the apostle to stay around a little bit longer to help him grow up. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Give Jesus a hand and praise. Hallelujah. Mm. So probably now you now know the sign of spiritual maturity. It's not talking in tongues. It's being happy. When situations want you to be sad, it takes maturity. It's not a gift. It's growth. It's not growth. It is a gift that comes from God. Hallelujah. Uh, I think you, you'll need to turn this thing this side. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Yeah, turn it towards you uh, guys. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Enjoy it. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. I will have our aircon soon. Hallelujah. Amen. But I think our place is looking better every week. Ne? It's getting better. Hallelujah. The, the prayer is before Christmas, we should be done inside here and so that we can really enjoy our new facility that God has given us. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Amen. We can now preach with authority finally. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And what I can you are going to have a house of your own. It has power. Because now you can't say, why are you going to take Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. All the boxes are ticked. Now God can really work in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Give Jesus a hand and praise. So you saw the word, yet sorrowful, yet always rejoicing. So we are aware these things are there. But you need to make the decision and own up and say, I will be happy no matter what. Amen. Amen. So now, look, here, look at here. Read Philippians chapter 1 all the way to chapter 4, right? But most of the things really I preached up to this point, I borrowed them from chapter 1 only. The Apostle Paul, when he wrote the book of Philippians, he was in prison, having been arrested for preaching the gospel. Hallelujah. Are you still with me? In other words, you are supposed to be sad by being in prison, right? In fact, maybe depressed, right? Hallelujah. But he was not. But now, while he was there, there were people actually who were staring the pot for him, trying to provoke him. But they never took away his joy. Because prison, or what people do, will never change your perspective about God. Amen. Now, I'm saying to you, resources, or the lack of resources must never determine your happiness because Paul, even in his lack, he remained happy. He says, I have learned that in all situations, in times of plenty and in times of, of, of lack, that as the Apostle Paul, I'll always rejoice. 
I rejoice always. And I say again, rejoice. rejoice. Philippians chapter 4 verse 4. The situation does not matter. What you need to do is to rejoice. Hallelujah. So there are times your fridge will be empty. But that should not take away your joy. Hallelujah. This is the gospel truth. Hallelujah. Amen. And there will be times whereby your fridge is full. Hallelujah. Your joy should remain the same. Hallelujah. Amen. You know some people are sad because God has blessed them. <laughs> Hallelujah. Say how, Mpundis. I'll tell you, just the way you become, you know, big because God has blessed you. It's the same way. Hallelujah. I can tell no, they become depressed because they have everything. Hallelujah. I can tell you. Hallelujah. Like it's, they were happy when they did not have anything. They just become sad and sad. You, you know I don't understand. Because hallelujah. So those who are there, they know what I'm saying. Hallelujah. God has blessed them so much and has brought so much sadness. It has brought so much sadness. Because suddenly, because of their blessings, they can't go to certain places. They can't, everybody they want to date or marry is there for the things. It just brings this sorrow. The family members now, they're just abusive towards them. Piggy banky. It brings that, hallelujah. It does. Amen. But that it will, hallelujah. But I was just saying, whether you have things or you don't have things, you can still be sad. Because things are not the answer. Hallelujah. I mean, you've heard of comedians who will make people laugh, fill up arenas, and they still commit suicide. That's a blessing of comedy. That's a blessing to attract people. But you still said, Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Now, let me tell you, adversity could not change. Joseph's perspective about God when they threw him into the pit, when they sent him into prison, when his brothers were jealous about him, it didn't change his view. He knew that every day is made by the Lord. Hallelujah. I'll get back to this one, by the way. Let's do number two for the sake of time. Number two. No, not now, Tato. Jesus. Do, do, do you know the song? Let's sing it without the keyboard. All right, I'll teach you, amen. I want the slow one, hallelujah. Amen, hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Come back to the sermon, right? Amen. Um, I'm giving you number two. Never allow others to control your happiness. We have to give you this one. But it's your responsibility. Most people, you have given other people the right to control your happiness. You were happy until you met me this morning. Mm. You were a happy person until you met so-and-so in your life. You were a jolly, cheerful kind of fellow until you met the lady you are with. Why? It's because you gave them. 
Hmm. Full control of your happiness. And some of you might want to go and claim back that control. You must be included. That's why I'm saying own your happiness. You must own your happiness, Basalwane. Hallelujah. Now, now, when you read Philippians chapter 1, verse 12 to 18, I'm not, I'm not going to read it, but I'm just going to refer to it quickly. There were people who were preaching the gospel out of envy. Hallelujah. Out of malicious uh, 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 motives. In other words, their motives were very negative. But at the same time, there were also other people who were preaching the gospel out of great motives, out of love. So whether it's good or bad motives is not an issue. The Apostle Paul makes the list. He says these people are preaching because of one, two, three. And it doesn't matter whether the motives are negative. It does not matter if the motives are good. What I like is that the gospel is being preached because those who were preaching out of negative motives, what they were trying to do, they was to inflict and to make him even more sad in prison. But he says it is not going to get to me. Because there are times whereby people will do things to inflict pain on you. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Those who have been divorced, maybe you know better. Or those who have been dumped, you know better. Hallelujah. Once your life is on the up, once things are happening in your life, all you want to do, hallelujah, that's if you are normal, hallelujah, is to take a drive, hallelujah, to where your eggs leaves, hallelujah, amen, so that they can just see how good the Lord has been to you. That's not a good motive. That is to inflict pain on the other person. I mean, <laughs> hallelujah. Uh, while it's like our fellow, so you are all guilty here. Hallelujah. Just to show me that if you had chosen me, you'll be living like this. Hallelujah. But at the end of the day, you're just trying to inflict pain to the other person. That's the motive, to be honest. Hallelujah. So there are times some people, when they preach, it's not because they love Jesus. They just say, we want to show Pastor A. That we can do this thing better than him. We are going to show him. Hallelujah. Like us young pastors, sometimes the, why we preach, we just want to show our seniors. Good, you know what? You should have trusted us with the pulpit. We can do this thing. Guess what? We are just trying to inflict pain to our seniors. Nothing else. So they were doing this to the Apostle Paul. They were preaching, but the motives were not good. However, there were others who said, we will preach this gospel to make the burden lighter for the Apostle in prison so that he can be happy to hear that the gospel is still being preached. So you can do the same thing, but the motive being different. He was well aware. He says it does not matter whether it's the negative mo a, a motive or a positive one. As for me, I will rejoice in the Lord. And guess what? You must rejoice. When your ex comes your way, show off the new guy who's well-built, who's tall, who's dark. Hallelujah. I will rejoice in the Lord. Hallelujah. And praise God for that. Hallelujah. And nobody's going to come and inflict pain in my life. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Rejoice the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. Amen. So never allow others to control your happiness. People around you will do things driven by variable motives. 
No matter their motives, rejoice in the Lord. No matter their motives, be happy. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. When they are gloating around you, you will not be happy. What's wrong with you? There's nothing wrong with you. You are normal. You have chosen to be happy. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Because you the joy of the Lord. Amen. In other words, when you take control of your happiness, nobody will do anything to try and punish you because they know that you are immune to that. It means nothing. Hallelujah. Some of you, you get punished by people because they know that those things, you depend on them to be happy. You are addicted to them. Hence, they'll always threaten you. They'll threaten that I'm leaving you. They'll threaten that I'll fire you. Hallelujah. When the job, when the, when the boss says I'll fire you, it's because what, Zeba, you're so dependent on that. Your boss must know good. you're not dependent on that to be happy. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. And that said, you should not be a lazy worker. Amen. But what I'm trying to say, people must know that you're not dependent on anything in this world. You are dependent on Christ to remain happy. Hallelujah. You can take it all away like they did with Job and you still remain happy. That's what I'm trying to say. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Mm. I'll read you the second last verse for the day. Genesis 50 verse 20. As I promised you, I'll come back to this one. I'm back now. On the ESV, it reads as follows. As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. Now, listen to me. What I was saying to you, don't give other people control over your happiness. Look at Joseph many years later when he was meeting his brothers. Hallelujah. Now he's at the top. He is in a position to punish them, by the way. He is in a position to give them a taste of their medicine. But we don't find a bitter Joseph. We don't meet an unhappy Joseph. Hallelujah. We don't meet an aggressive Joseph or a revengeful Joseph. No, 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 no. We meet a cheerful, jolly guy. Hallelujah. He's not saying that Joseph, yeah? Hallelujah. You meant evil against me. But my God meant it for good. You know why? For this is the day that the Lord has made. Now, if it is God that has made the day, it is God that makes the week. It is God that makes the month. It is God that makes the year. And it is God that makes your entire life span. And therefore, anything that happens in your lifetime, you must just know that God will allow it to happen in your life for good. Even though other people might be doing things to, to, to harm you, but remember, God allows it for good. That is why, like Romans, Eriking, we all know that all things work for good for them that love the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. It works together, isn't it? Hallelujah. So Joseph was at this point. Hallelujah. Hence, he remained a happy man. Hence, he did not have revenge. People who are full of revenge is because they are unhappy. They are not realizing that the joy comes from the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. They, they, they are failing to recognize the source of joy. Amen. Hallelujah. So jo Joseph never allowed 
his happiness to be in the hands of his brothers. They were jealous of him, but he never allowed them to, 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 to control his happiness. And I'm here to say you will have people who are jealous of you. You will have people who will set you up for failure. And I'm here to say, never pay revenge. Remain happy, remain joyful, remain an excited person, remain a positive person, remain a person who has a godly perspective about everything that if God allowed it, it's because he has something better in store for me. Therefore, I will remain happy. Hallelujah. You only become a, a headful, sad, and so forth when you fail to recognize that God is the one who's allowing these things. When you think the enemy is in control. Can you see? Unhappiness is a lack of faith. Unhappiness is unchristian. Sadness is ungodly, actually. Amen. Amen. Depression, I can tell you now, don't fight me. Hallelujah. I know some of you get the chemical imbalance, you need medicine, okay? We, we, we understand that, all right? And some of you, because of what people are doing and their environment, you become sad and, and so forth. But I can, just, can I just say this? It is ungodly depression. That's not what God wants for any of us. And that is why if you are a person who's suffering from things like that, you need to get into a Bible teaching church. You need a man of God in your life. Who is going to teach you to do the things of God? And who's going to teach you how to live life effectively? Who's going to show you that actually you can be happy no matter what? Hallelujah. Give Jesus a hand and praise. Amen. So we are not saying these things are not there. We are not saying that. And we are not saying you brought it upon yourself. But I'm saying Jesus is the answer. When you come here, we will show you how to live depression-free. Yes, the, the, the psychologists and the doctors will say, no, you are just pastors, you are not qualified. They are liars. We know the actual source of happiness, right? And we know the source of joy, right? We know somebody who can deal with clinical depression. So we, all we can do is to lead you to that person, and his name is Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And that said, you still need to see the psychologists. You still need to see the doctors. You still need to take the meds. We are not against that, but we are just trying to say the actual source for the life you're supposed to live is Christ at the end of the day. Hallelujah. Amen. Give Jesus a hand on praise. And that is why the enemy has worked very hard to prevent us in the church to use the word happiness, we avoid it. Because he knows that the answers are here. He knows that the keys are here. I mean, after I've spoken this much, somebody here probably, you just got your breakthrough. You now realize actually you can overcome the sadness in your life. You have just now realized that you can overcome the sadness. Amen? So breakthrough eating, hallelujah. And the more you hear this, it brings faith. You begin to realize, I man, I can live without the mess. You realize now, I don't have to take away my life. Hallelujah. Over useless things. Hallelujah. I am not going to take away my life over a job or take away my life over a boss that mistreating me. I am not going to do that. Hallelujah. But you need to hear the word of God to give you a godly perspective. Amen. But the enemy does not want us to do this. Amen. 
Because even when you are preaching this, you are going like, but they can challenge this and say this is not scientifically proven. Hallelujah. We are not in the realm of science. We are in the realm of the spirit. A human being is a spirit. Something science can't answer. Only God can answer and God is spirit. And we do what people who are called by God can only do. And that is to preach the truth. And today... This is the gospel truth that you needed to hear. Amen and glory to Jesus. Give Jesus a hand and praise. So, so Joseph chose to be jolly, happy, cheerful, and so forth because he had a godly perspective about everything that happened in his life. Everything. And I'm asking you, have a godly perspective about your past present and even future and you'll realize you'll remain a happy person don't allow people to control your happiness don't 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 what i do what you do is not important take charge of your happiness own it amen mm, own that and be aggressive sometimes amen hallelujah in owning your happiness hallelujah what i wrote here for you and as i close here the evil plots uh, by people does not negate the fact that God has made this day. They are planning against you. doesn't take away the fact that God made this day. I'm going to repeat that. When you have the evidence that they are working hard against you, it does not negate the fact that God made that day. Amen. Your job is to remain joyful and to remain in gladness. Hallelujah. Amen. In other words, is to remain happy. Amen. Your downfall has been plotted. You are about to get the news. You still remain happy. Amen. Your smile must be never taken away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they're done. But you choose to be happy. And that's my message to you. Or things will happen. They must never steal your happiness. They should not. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, how do I put this to you now? You must rejoice in this day that has been made by God. You must rejoice. You know, I, I, want to, I want to say to you right now that they might have planned to destroy your relationship, your family members. Yeah, 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 yeah. You might have the evidence that both are amazing again. And you might have found things inside the house. I'm here to say to you, it should not steal your joy. It should not. It's the day that the Lord has made. No one is in charge of the day. It is God. He allows whatever that he allows because he has a better plan. Because they think they are harming you, but they are propelling you to greatness. They are pushing you to greater heights. Some of us won't be where we are if people never plotted against us. 
the more they plotted against us, the more they pushed us to our goals. You see, if they never plotted against Joseph, he will never have been to Egypt. He will have been with his father with his colorful coat. But they had to steal the coat away from him. So now, when somebody is stealing your moment, stealing your shine, don't be sad. Because God has something better for you. I mean, what is better? The colorful coat or being the prime minister? I choose being the prime minister. I choose being that great leader. And I'm here to say there are times whereby certain privileges, certain perks are taken away from you by the people you love, by your boss, by, your, by, by, by everybody. But that should not take away your joy. That should not take away your happiness. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. They will take it away. Hallelujah. Hmm, they will take some things away from you. And maybe the advice here is, stop being a fighter as a child of God. Fighting for things that are supposed to be dying anyway because God has something better. Some relationships are not worth fighting for anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me say this one. Some jobs are not worth fighting for. Amen. It's time to just take your back, leave with a smile, not knowing where you are going, and allow God to be God. Amen. Because some of you are fighting to be in places where God is not in anymore. Those people are mistreating you because God wants you out there. You have been there for too long. He has something greater. And the sooner you learn that your happiness comes from God, you won't hold on on a dying relationship, on a dying career, on a dying, on a dying ministry. You will be ready to move on. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. That said, this is a disclaimer. I'm not saying be unfaithful. Because what I just said opens another door. That now we're now so unfaithful, so loose. I'd never said that. Amen. But what I'm trying to say, never say I'm not leaving this because my joy is here. No. Amen. Amen. Glory to Jesus. God has bigger plans for you. Hallelujah. And the plans of God are bigger than their plans. They thought their plan of putting Joseph into the pit, that's the grand plan. But there was a better plan. And they thought they'll devise a much better one. They put him in prison. But God had a better one. The palace, being a prime minister, that's the plans of God. So he allows certain things to happen. Go ask Job. They took away everything from him, right? He was a wealthy guy, you remember, Gary? And he became down and out. When you read chapter 42, the Bible says the Lord replenished everything twofold. Double, 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 double. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, and that's what I want from the Lord. Double everything except double wives. One wife. Everything double, double. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. So there are times you must allow things to happen because it's God who's allowing that because he has a plan. And when you must never be sad. How about said you are telling us you don't trust God? You don't trust God with the process. 
Amen. So it does not matter what we do or what people do, what people plot. Trust God with your life. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will be glad in it. We will rejoice in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amen. You must declare today. Maybe declare with me. Say, today is my day of happiness. I am born. Now, say this. Say, say this. I am born to be happy. Happiness is my portion. Mm, happiness is my portion. The devil's a food. What's Kulmelamanga for? Yes. What you must be said in the church, you must be said as Christians. No. Hallelujah. We came to Christ to have joy. Hallelujah. What's the point of being born again if you have to be said, take me God and take me to heaven where there's joy? Why leave me here to suffer? He wants me to live here and experience heaven right here on earth. So that by the time I get to heaven, I'm not kabuging izinto. Uh, the English language is, 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 is limited. Yeah? It's limited. It's limited. It's limited. Hallelujah. Amen. I won't tell you his name. I have one pastor is my favorite. He's my role model, actually. Yes, some of you might not agree with the doctrine. It's none of that. I like him. He smiles a lot. He smiles a lot. I like him. Every time I see him, he smiles. I say, Hallelujah. Even when the journalists are cornering him, making him, putting that pressure unnecessary, he'll still give gracious answers with a smile. Can you help me to become like that? Because that's maturity. That's being a child of God. When they have provoked you, you still keep your smile. You still keep your happiness. Nobody should own your happiness. You must own your own happiness. Therefore, never give anybody the keys to your happiness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some of you, you are going to go back today. Take all your keys from all the people you gave control over your happiness and you are going to write it in their hearts and say I own my happiness from this point. Hallelujah. And nobody owns my happiness. Amen. Give Jesus a hand and praise. Hallelujah. Mm. We, ha- we have to say these things, Vazalwane. We have to say these things. And that is why Christianity has never really made a big impact. We have churches that are new, that will mushroom. But when you go to those churches, you realize there's no new converts. It's the same bunch of people moving from one church to the other. In other words, our message is not becoming attractive to people who are out there because we demonstrate a lot of service. And I'm saying, when we preach like this, this becomes the answer that people are looking for. That I can be happy no matter what. Hallelujah. And those with their torn Bibles who think they are very spiritual, leave them alone. Happiness is a godly thing. And give Jesus a hand and praise. Hallelujah. For some of you, you are going like, why I'm saying these things? Like, there's a lot of voices fighting me in the head, Uri. It's, are you aware of the things you are saying? But I'm here to say, it is a godly thing to be happy. It is. Amen. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Mm, we must be happy. Can I see those who are joining me? Who are going to be who are going to be happy? No matter what. It doesn't matter what they do. It doesn't matter the, 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 the status in the economy. It doesn't matter what the ruling party is doing. We don't care. Our joy comes from Christ. Tell us Hallelujah. Maybe some of you, you could take a lesson from Kaiser Chiefs fans. Love and peace. Hallelujah. <laughs> I don't know for how, how is that possible? Seven years. And now you are born again. You can't even be happy for seven days. I'm man, I'm man, I'm man. Can we be happy? Can we be happy? Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, let, let, let's wrap up as already. Let's wrap up. So I'm saying rejoice in the Lord after all. And the last key, key number three, then you can go home, right? Oh, you're not going home, okay? Those online, khali khali, we are having something to eat. Hallelujah. Amen. There's plenty of food in the church today. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Amen. I can't wait. I can't wait. Maybe I must preach a little bit harder so that, so that my stomach can be ready now. Eh? Hallelujah. Praise God. So Chimaksasa. Amen. Number three, which is the last point. Hallelujah. About you owning your happiness. In other words, you are cultivating ways to be happy again or this is one of the ways to cultivate happiness number three this is how you can also uh, cultivate happiness and uh, in november and in thanksgiving month i'm told hallelujah in fact some churches give thanksgiving today and i have reserved number three as this one other way, which is number three for today, is to show gratitude. You want to be happy. Show gratitude. I just want to say gratitude comes from the word called gratia. And gratia really has to do with two, uh, two things. Grace and, grace, uh, and gratefulness. It's grace and gratefulness. So gratitude is what? Grace. So now, l- listen to me. When I say show gratitude, what I'm saying to you, show other people the grace of God, all right? Show people favor, right? Hallelujah. Amen? And learn to say thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you, Lord, for the blessings. Thank you, Lord, for a wonderful family. Thank you, Lord, for a great pastor. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. But not only that, then turn around. When people do wonderful things for you, say thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. And not only that, when people have done something wonderful, reward them with some favors. Hallelujah. Give a tip. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. When your child has done something wonderful, show them favor, hallelujah. Give them a treat, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It's your own problem. Give them something, hallelujah. Give those favors. Show grace, hallelujah. But also show grace with your words. 
Show kindness with your words. If you want to be happy, grace is necessary. Amen? Amen. And thankfulness is necessary because some of us, we thank God, but we don't thank other people. Amen. Amen. And may I maybe thank you right now at this very point. Thank you so much for coming to church. Thank you so much for supporting the ministry. Thank you so much for preaching with me. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. In other words, you are the best congregation today in South Africa. In the whole world, I will not want to preach anywhere but here. And I'm saying thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Hallelujah. And may we get a thank you to Mamruti for being a great wife. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. And then starting with that again, Gary, we love you. Not we love you. I love you so much. Hallelujah. Amen. I love you so much. Amen. Amen. Then I can turn around. I love you so much, guys. Hallelujah. Love you. Love you. We love you. We love you. Hallelujah. You are great people. You are wonderful people. You are special people. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. So we must learn now, hallelujah, not to be stingy. Hallelujah. With gratitude. Amen. With our grace. Hallelujah. We're thankful. We must never be, don't hold back. Hallelujah. Some of us, these are things we are not used to. Hallelujah. Let me, let, let, let me try another one. We love you so, no, okay. I love you so much, Tina. <laughs> you know, because some of us, we come from backgrounds whereby, I don't know yet, but my background, we just leave. Yeah. Uh, I love you. It's unnecessary. <laughs> I get Watseba. Watseba, I get Stefina. Stefina, I get Watseba. You know, you know, I love you. I don't have to say it. But, but, but now we are learning Christianity says, no, give those words. When they've done something nice, I, I, I thank you so much, my sister, for doing one, two, three. I thank you so much for raising a good boy who's making me preach so well today. He's helping me. Thank you so much. Amen. That makes you happy. Hallelujah. That I might not have everything, but I have a sister who gave birth to a wonderful boy who's helping me in the church, and I don't have to stress in the morning. Praise God for that. I become grateful. Hallelujah. Amen. Thanking God for a wife that gave me a good daughter that I never have to drag to church. Hallelujah. She wakes up on her own every Sunday. I'm grateful for that, and I thank God for that. That must make me happy. Amen. So you want to be great, not grateful, you want to be happy. Look around for the wonderful things that you should be grateful for. Hallelujah. When I was starting point, be grateful that you have a great pastor who preached to you this morning. You must start there. You shall complain or complain. And Amen. Thank God for that. Praise God. And, and then you can now make the list and make the list and you start to realize things are not as bad. Amen. 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 You'll be a happy man. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You don't care. You just become happy. Mm. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Amen. 
All right, let me finish up this one, amen. I think this one I went off script. <laughs> let, let me finish it off on script now, hallelujah. And I really prayed, I said, Lord, help me to just stay on script today. I tried up to now. <laughs> Old habits die very hard, but, but they are dying, amen. This is the last verse. We are closing uh, according to what we had pl- planned. Those advert breaks were great. First uh, Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 to 18. Reading from the um, Living Bible, right? Uh, so it will be on the screen, right? First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 to 18. I mean, it's a wonderful portion of scripture. Always be joyful, right? Keep on praying. Can you see that? No matter what happens. Ow, Mfundi is bigger right all along. Can you see that? It's the same like that. Yes, yes, yes. Always be joyful. Always keep on praying. No matter what happens. So it does not matter what's happening in your life. You must remain joyful. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Let's put it in another language. Be happy no matter what happens. Even when you know what is about to happen, when now you remain happy, hallelujah. Always be thankful. This is number three. Gratitude, always, not sometimes, always be thankful, hallelujah. Happy people are praying people. Happy people are people who are thankful, hallelujah. You know why? You want to know? Here's the line. For this is God's will for you, for you who belong in Christ. Or who belong to Christ. Do you want to know the will of God for your life? Let's repeat. The will of God is that you rejoice. The will of God you must pray always. The will of God is that you must be grateful. You must be thankful. That is the will of God. Some of you, you want to know what is the will of God. Should I marry that one or not? You are going too far. You start here. The will of God is to be happy. The will of God is for you to pray. Because unhappy people don't pray. Happy people pray. We pray because we are happy people. Praise God for that. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. But not only that. Praying people become happy. Hallelujah. You, you can't pray and expect things from God and expect things to change and you remain sad. Hallelujah. That's contradicting your prayers. So we, we know that you pray when we see you at the level of your happiness. Amen. So praying people do what? No, no, no. They are joyful. And joyful people do what? Pray. And the most important thing here under the point number three, three is that you must always be thankful. Not sometimes. Thank God for all circumstances, all situations, failed relationship, failed careers, failed in Tondoni. And thank God for all the great career moves, all the great relationship moves, all the great things. Thank Him for everything that has happened because all things work together for good for them that love the Lord. It is the will of God that we become thankful for everything. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Because Whatever, you must thank God and praise God for that. Hallelujah. Now, according to my script here, I want to say to you, there's a research that has been made. Uh, 
I found this article go Harvard uh, Medical School. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Those who came on Wednesday, you know that I teach and I say, if you want to be great, don't speak a lot, read a lot. Should I repeat that? Great people are those who read a lot. Amen. So I read and I found myself reading that uh, piece of article and the uh, Harvard Medical Journal. In that piece of article, you'll find an interesting line whereby they say they have found out that gratefulness, which is thankfulness, right, is associated, right, consistently so, with greater level of happiness. Get a psychologist, lady doctor, very professor, but even those who are not in the church, they know the truth. They say because of why these people are happy, who are thankful, they say it's because they look beyond themselves. They begin to realize there is something, they call it the higher power or something bigger than them, and that makes them to be grateful. Of course, that's the mistake in the article that she said. It's because there is Jesus there, there is God there, and because of that, you can be happy. Hallelujah. So thankful people are happy people. So, from today, we to thank God and to thank those around you. Let's repeat. We are going to thank God and we are going to thank those around us. Yeah, you must come say thank you, Pastor, for the sermon. Hallelujah. And just entitlement. Hallelujah. Amen. And thank everybody. Thank the guy now, Pakisa, in the morning. Thank, 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 thank. Let it be in your lips. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm really practicing it these days. But of course, when you start doing that, there are going to be challenges and oppositions. And you'll have to swim against that. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So I told you about the, the research, right? And then... Um, I've already told you it is the will of God, Ageri, but not only the gratitude is the recognition of the goodness of God in all circumstances, that God is good all the time. Amen. Amen. God is good all the time. Can I give you the last one? Under point number three, in terms of uh, gratitude. Gratitude reveals the sovereignty of God. I said this throughout the whole sermon. This is the day that the Lord has made. With his sovereign power, he decides what happens in that day. And when your job is, choo is to choose happiness, despite what might be happening, because in his sovereignty, he will allow the enemy to do whatever he wants to do. He will allow people to mistreat you in his sovereignty because he has greater plans for you. So grateful people are people who have seen the sovereignty of God, that God is sovereign over all circumstances. Give Jesus a hand and praise. And then Philippians chapter 4, verse 4, put it on the screen to me in closing. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say, rejoice. These words, in closing, were written by somebody in prison. These words were written by a prisoner. These words was written by somebody who has been mistreated by other people. This is a person who was experiencing jealousy. Hallelujah. But he wrote, you, you read the book of Philippians and see how many times the word joy, rejoice, 
pops up there. And you begin to realize it does not matter where you are in life. Your age is not an issue. Rejoice in the Lord. Be happy in Christ Jesus. And that is why he said, and these are my closing words to you, it is to your benefit that I keep on preaching the gospel so that you can grow and experience happiness in Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 1, verse 25, Living Bible. You can stand up. Hallelujah. So you can see those are the three keys I gave you. Guess what? This is not all the keys, but I thought three will be enough today. Hallelujah. So if you do these three things that I've shared uh, today, I can tell you that you will experience happiness. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Glory to you. Can we give Jesus a hand and praise? Yeah, you have to be happy. Amen.